Uh, one final Michigan State note here. The Board of Trustees meeting is underway right now up in La- East Lansing, and there is a certain item on the agenda that says release of certain documents or uh, something like that. So Related we, to Nasser? We may see release of some of these long-awaited Nasser documents. At least that's on the agenda. As I said, as you're coming into work, might want to, once you're at a stop safely, uh, look at some of the gas station uh, price signs around here because you might be pl- uh, pleasantly surprised. A AAA right now has the statewide average in Michigan at two ninety nine. We will take that. Uh, let's. Uh, but the question is, how low can it go, and how long will it stay? Patrick DeHaan is head of petroleum analysis for Gas Buddy, which will help you find those low prices. Patrick, good morning. Good morning. Good to be with you. And finally, when things are moving in the right direction. Right. I mean, we. This is kind of a, a, a long-awaited milestone uh, post-pandemic. Um, when when you when you look at this number again in uh, in Macomb County, I think we're at three bucks even. Wayne County, two dollars ninety two cents average according to AAA. As you look at your Gas Buddy app, where are the where are the best prices regionally? Well, Michigan is uh, one of the higher in the region. That's thanks to our gasoline taxes. If you go in that state to the south, um, Ohio. <laughs> The average there is just 273. So depending on if you're hitting the road this holiday, Michigan tends to be pricey, not as pricey as us here in Illinois, where the state average is still 317 a gallon. But even in Michigan, even in southeastern Michigan, if you're paying attention to what those signs say, or if you're checking the Gas Buddy app, you'll find that a station, a couple of the wholesale clubs are down to 254 a gallon. So that's wow. you know 46 cents lower than Metro Detroit, which we're showing at 2.999. At this very moment, yesterday it was 3002. So we continue to slip down, but you know, it probably won't last forever. I don't want to rain on the parade, but I do want people to be prepared that uh, oil prices have increased. You may have seen Jerome Powell's comments on the Fed maybe taking the step of cutting interest rates next year. Well, the market's got a little excited. Oil prices are back up to $72. We're not going to shoot up a whole lot. But we probably are getting close to at least a short-term bottom. We could retest this bottom in February. That's when refineries are going to have to start getting rid of that winter gasoline ahead of the eventual transition to summer gasoline. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, the last I saw was 3.02, but it's certainly a welcome surprise when people are hitting the roads for this holiday season. Yeah, absolutely, um, especially when you consider how much, you know, in the last couple of years, how high prices went. Um, in fact, I, I know it's a little far from Michigan, but if anyone's lucky enough uh, to be in Colorado or heading that way, uh, we're tracking five stations in Colorado that are at 199 or oh, lower. My gosh. So, you know, th- this is you know, this is kind of the pandemic pricing without the pandemic. And uh, even in Wisconsin, by the way, or Ohio, some of the low prices in those states are much lower. Ohio, uh, a couple stations at 231, Wisconsin 239, Michigan's lowest price about 243 in Belding. So if you're headed to the Midwestern Michigan area, you're seeing these lower prices. And uh, most of the country, by the way, is seeing prices substantially lower than we have at any point this year. In fact, just a couple of cents away from the national average falling to its lowest level since 2021. There was a lot of concern that upon coming into office, the Biden administration was anti-fossil fuel, that they were going to strangle leases, that they 
uh, may issue fewer permits. And yet, when you look at the domestic production numbers, Patrick, we are now, if I'm not mistaken, above the pre-pandemic production levels, like 13 million barrels a day. Am I right about that? Yeah, you are. Uh, We are uh, producing record amounts of crude oil. It did dip in the last couple of weeks just slightly probably because of the big drop in the price of oil. It gives oil companies less incentive to produce. But, you know, you bring up a valid observation that oil is not as political as people think, that Biden can say what he wants, but the U.S. president can't really control oil companies. And keep in mind, 90% of what's produced here in the United States is on private land, not federal land. And so the president, you know, those maneuvers will make a, a, a very – notable impact years down the road. But here and now, oil companies continue to raise output. They've just been doing it at a much slower pace because if you remember those pandemic prices, oil went negative. Oil companies are not in a rush to shoot themselves in the foot by overproducing. Right. But the trend you're saying, it's good now, but it it might not be in the twos as we head into winter. Well, correct. Um, I would point out that Russia is still fighting a war in Ukraine, and, and the flow of oil out of Russia is not normal, right? It's still going to countries like India and China, and much of the world is still foregoing Russian oil. So until the flow of oil goes back to normal, we probably won't see gas prices going back to completely normal. I would point out, though, that as wages have gone up, along with cost of everything, keep this in mind that the average American has to work about five minutes to buy a gallon of gasoline today. That's actually less labor required Interesting to buy a gallon of gasoline yeah. than it was in 2017 and 2018. The other piece of news this week that was interesting, at COP28, they agreed to, um, to, to get off fossil fuels, to transition away from fossil fuels. There were no set quotas mm-hmm. or things like that, but it was considered somewhat of a watershed moment. When, when you're sending the message to energy companies, you're done. We haven't set the deadline yet, but you are done. What could be the long-term ramifications of that? Well, and, and, and here and now, you know, against that news, look at what's happening at some of the Michigan automakers, right? They're, they're slowing down EV production. So while maybe some of the central governments uh, are, are telling uh, uh, oil companies, you know, you're, you have a shelf life, I don't know that consumers are going to go along with that. And consumers ultimately guide where we go, what right. they buy, what you kind of hope. vehicles they buy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. So, you know, all of this on transition and, and, and the oil minister saying this, we don't really know because we don't know if consumers are all going to jump into an EV down the road. We don't know what that's going to look like. We don't know what problems there are. So I think it's a bit premature to say there's a, a end life for the oil industry because there's still instances where liquid fuels can provide things that EVs can't. And, and look, if any mistake Europe made before Russia's invasion of Ukraine, it was, it was going all in in betting on Russia that they could supply their energy. And now look what happened. So my point here being that we shouldn't put all our eggs in one basket because that has come back to Biden. If everyone moves to EVs, we'll have problems there. And I don't know that's what the future will look like. It could look like a mix of EVs and internal combustion, uh, but, 
you know, uh, the outcome of this is that, yes, the oil industry probably won't invest as much down the road, mm-hmm. and that could eventually impact prices. In the meantime, we will enjoy the two ninety nine that we see posted in and about Metro Detroit. Uh, Patrick DeHaan, have a wonderful holiday, and we uh, look forward to speaking with you in the new year. Thanks for having me, you as well. All right, take care. So here's the other thing. It's the Christmas season. Gas up your car. Go to Pine Knob and see the Drive magic the lights. of lights. It's fantastic. We've got a vehicle pass awaiting you right now if you're caller number 9 at 1-800-859-0WJR, 1-800-859-0957. It will be live for you between now and December 30th, but it is a magical display. Have a great weekend. Go Lions. We'll see you bright and early Monday morning at 6 a.m. All Talk is next.